everybody. Now let me turn the tunes down. Good morning. It's a Friday morning. It's the morning commute again. Um, and it's a glorious day. I got to tell you though, in my part of the world, it's 50 degrees. And uh, I'm not a happy camper. <laughs> I'm all about the endless summer, so having uh, having to wake up to 50 for me is like brutally cold. Uh, last night, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself here, guys, because I, you know, I really, I have nothing to complain about. I have everything in the world that I need to make myself happy, and I, and I am happy. I'm very happy. I shouldn't be complaining about the weather or the temperature or anything because, my God, I'm very fortunate. But last night, I, I have, I have, so I have some down blankets, really nice down comforters. And last night, I actually pulled out what I call my summer weight comforter. And then I have another one that's much more lofty. And that's the only thing I have on the bed in the winter. And I keep my house at like, 68 um, in the winter. And that's another thing I don't understand. So in your house in the summer, if you have your thermostat set to 68 for air conditioning, it's too cold. Um, but in the winter, it's just right. Now, in the summer, I have my air conditioning set at 72. But if I set my heat in the winter at 72, I'd be too hot. So, if someone can explain this to me, I would appreciate it. I'm sure it has something to do with humidity, because I know my heat pump in the summer for the air conditioning, it just takes the humidity out of the air. I don't know what the fuck. I don't, I don't understand it that much. Um, sorry, coffee. Yeah, so, anyway, don't understand this. Last night, I had to pull the comforter out. I slept in a long sleeve t-shirt. I woke up this morning, the cat was on the bed with me, and she was like all fluffed out, like trying to stay warm too, and I'm like, what the fuck, Summer? It's September 20th. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you leave me so quickly? <laughs> but I did, um, you know, and with no warning, with no warning, Summer, you know, I know I'm supposed to be watching the calendar and uh, all those types of things for... I guess Labor Day should have been my hint that it was that it was over. And I always, you know what I do after Labor Day? I always wear something white just to fuck the fashion police. Because I know you're not supposed to do that, but like who cares? Who cares if I white wear white in the middle of the winter? Nobody. In truth. So anyways, here it is. It's Friday. I have started a new job. This is the end of the second week. And I have to tell you, this week flew by. It flew by, like, quantumly. And I, uh, I'm not as exhausted as I was the first week because I was, I mean, I didn't have to work for five, six months. So I was on as, if you follow my podcasts, then you know, um, my usual default is stay up till two o'clock in the morning, sleep till 10 or 11. That's like my default. And, um, of course, you know, I've been working a 
job slash career or raising a child since I was um, 20 years old. So um, it's a lot of years of just having that schedule. So to be able to be off, I was really surprised that I defaulted back to my teenage uh, young adult partying hours. And it happened pretty quickly, like in a matter of six weeks, I was back to that schedule. So anyway, last week was brutal because the night before my new job started on a Monday, I could not sleep. I mean, I was up all night. It hasn't gotten much better this week. I've been trying to go to sleep, but when I come home, like I had one night, I didn't get out of my job until like 5.45, which I know is not considered staying late, but I have... I, I managed two different offices, and this particular one I was at was an hour and 20 minutes from my house. So, and I had a headlight out in my vehicle, so I had to get to the car dealership to get my headlight bulb replaced, because I don't want to pull over, get pulled over and get a ticket for something stupid like that, right? So I left at 5.45, had a stop at the post office, did that, a blinker, a blinker, a blinker, a blinker. I don't want to get a ticket for that. Um, and headed over to the car dealership, and they were only open to like seven or whatever. Fucker, you know, like watch where you're going. Um, someone almost just like ran into me because we're in the exit. He goes to bear off to the right, and then he decides that's not where he's going. He pulls over to the left, and I'm like right there. And the guy, the dude's oblivious, right? I don't know what the fuck he's thinking about Chick-fil-A sandwiches or something. Anyways, um, this is a clusterfuck. Hold on. Hold on. Not used to driving to these new places, but I'm going to get there. So yeah. So I left post office. It's late car dealership. I closed the car dealership. Like I was the last person out of there, but I did get my oil changed. I got my headlamp replaced, whatever. I didn't get home till 8.30. I was awake at 5 in the morning. I mean, that, that's like a long day for me. <laughs> I'm sure there's some of you that have a much more grueling schedule than that. And I try not to be a drama queen. I think, you know, I'm probably being a little dramatic right now. But I gotta tell you, that kicked my ass. And then I get home and I still want a few hours to hang out. I mean, I got to pull some tarot cards. You know, the cards are calling me. It actually got to the point where this week I have brought my cards with me in the car every day because it's the weirdest thing. It's like I want to have, I want to have like my hands on them. It's very, very strange. They're calling me. <clears throat> so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that um, this morning because I've got a, 30 more minutes in the vehicle. So we'll chitty chat. Let me take another sip of coffee. And don't, don't be laughing at my New York accent when I say coffee. Or, or do. What the fuck do I care what you think? No, I do care what you think. See, I'm a Gemini. I go both ways. All right, hold on. Hmm. I'll tell you about my coffee too. Maybe. I don't know if I'll get to it today. So anyway, tarot cards. So I, you know, 
Uh, my universe is expanding, my internal universe. I've gone through so much, and I, if you follow my podcast, you, you know that whole story. So anyway, I decided in November, after going through a guitar factory tour, that I needed a guitar. So I purchased a Paul Reed Smith acoust Angelus Acoustic. It's gorgeous. I spent a lot more money than I planned to, but it's gorgeous. It's got the uh, abalone um, shells. Um, well, it's, I guess it's embedded or whatever. And it's got like this long stripe along the back of the abalone shells. It's got the abalone signature um, birds on the fret bar. I mean... I just, I love it on the neck. And so I started picking up guitar, teaching myself with a little bit of help from my friends. And uh, so that's coming along. And um, I got interested in um, tarot. I've been watching a lot of tarot readings online and they really resonated with me. And I was like, fuck, you know, some of these tarot readers can't even pronounce words properly not and it's not because they're from someplace else they just no no i mean no disrespect and maybe i have a superiority complex but i'm like i could do better you know i can do better i know all my words i know how to pronounce things you know so that's saying i never make a mistake like last week i was trying to say diligence and i kept saying digilence I don't know if diligence is a word. I don't think so. But I corrected myself because it's diligence. Anyways, so I, I bought myself some tarot decks. I got the Game of Thrones. I got the classic Rider Waite. And I got the Doreen Virtue um, <coughs> Goddess Guidance Oracle cards. And that's like something that you pull at the end just for like a, an additional message. The querent, the person who's interested in knowing what their reading is. It's like a final message they might need to hear. So I've been, uh, I've had a dalliance with tarot, and I continue to do so because now I've handled my cards and so much. It's a very weird relationship you have with your tarot cards. I have to tell you, and it is a relationship because I feel them like, and when you're shuffling them, you can feel what the cards are doing, and sometimes you're shuffling and they feel really like stuck, like they don't want to move. Like the box just literally opened right now in my hand. It wants it wants to come, the the cards want to come out. There's a message for someone. Literally, it's weird. And um, so yeah, so you kind of like um, you kind of have to provoke the cards to come out as you're shuffling them. If you're doing a reading for someone, you just have to put your intention on them and say, okay, uh, universe, spirit guides, angels, give me, um, you know, however many cards for a particular person, help me to understand and interpret them for the person's highest good, only good, you know, we're, we're not going on the dark side here. And tarot was never intended for that. Just like belly dancing was not intended to turn men on. Belly dancing was actually started by women. It was, you know, women danced for each other and kind of to express what was going on in, in their lives. And, you know, belly dancing is very much the same thing. It's like the divine feminine. So anyway, that's another story. So anyway, um, a friend of mine lost her job and, um, 
you know, she was like really, really down about it. And I met with her for lunch uh, last weekend or the weekend before and kind of talked her off the ledge. And she's had some medical issues. It's like life is happening to her, right? And she's one of those people that life continues to happen to her. And I'm talking about life in, in the way you don't want it to happen, right? So is it like, is it law of attraction? Do we, do we, do we draw these things to ourselves based on what we put out there? You know, if, if, if you're, if you've looked into that at all, then you know, it's what you, what you resist persists. So if you like, you're, you're resisting or you're always putting out there, Oh, I never have enough money. And what happens is that's what the universe hears. So you get more of the words that you speak. So if you continually say, I don't have enough money, you're not going to fucking have enough money. If you turn that around and say, I have all the money I need for everything I desire. Money flows to me easily. I find money on the street because the universe is providing for me. You know, I, I am abundant. I have abundance. My life is abundant in every way possible. This is the shit you have to be saying, right? Try it. I'm serious. Try it. It's, yeah. The words, words have incredible power. Words are magical. When no one wants you to know this, so I'm telling you, this, that's how it fucking works. Kids should be learning this in school. They should be learning how to manage. Uh, meditate and learning how to manifest because that's what makes the fucking planet work. Anyway, the universe. So she's upset. La la la. I'm like, Hey, listen, you know, would you like me to do a tarot reading for you? I'll record it and I'll send it to you. I said, I think it would just be very interesting to give you an idea of where you are now and maybe some guidance on what you should be doing, looking for in the future. Right. From the universe. She's like, okay. So I go home the next day, I do a reading for her, and the fucking thing is like right on point. So I did a nine card spread, um, you do three cards the top row, three cards the middle row, three cards the bottom row, the column on the left represents your relationship, whatever that happens to be, whether it's your relationship with a person, relationship with an animal, basically relationship what you're identifying with, what you're most cognizant of relating to and at the moment. The second column in the center comes down and that's everything you need to know about work, your job, your, vo- your, your career, your vocation, what you do for work. The third row is family. So it could also be like your relationship with your family or your family dynamic. Now in that middle row, the center card is the theme or the center of what's happening in your life at the moment. Now I'll also take the deck and flip it over and I look at the card at the bottom of your deck, of the deck, and that's kind of like the foundation of your reading, what everything else is based upon. So I lay out her spread, very first thing that pops up, the center of her reading is the Ten of Swords. So any of you who know tarot um, or have had a reading, Ten of Swords is um, a man lying face down with his face turned away from you. Uh, There's water in the distance, like he's beside a lake. And then there's brightness, like the the horizon has 
is illuminated, it's bright. And then above, it's extremely dark, like the blackness of space. And he's laying there, he's got ten swords in his back, he's got a red cloak draped over his body. It's as if he's dead. We don't know he's dead, we assume that he's dead. He is bleeding. He can't take the swords out of his own back. So this is betrayal. This is stabbed in the back. And I mean, that was what happened to her. She lost her job. She got stabbed in the back, basically. And there she is. So um, that was like the, the basis of her reading. And all the cards that surrounded it, it played into it so freakingly coincidentally or whatever. I mean, the reading was obviously for her. And then I later found out a few days later um, that she's feeling a lot better. Like, um, she, the, the, the reading really resonated with her and she's reflecting more on, you know, basically the, uni the universe did the reading for her. The universe, the cards dropped out for her. All I did was interpret them for her. And I, I, you know, I did a video, so I, I pulled up each card. I told her exactly what, what the cards represent and the layout and how it went. And she's a very intelligent person. She's an author. And she was just fascinated by it. And But I can just tell, like, just three or four days later, she seems, she has calmed down so much. Because now she's looking at this, her situation from an entirely different perspective. It's like, it's not a big secret. It's not, it's not something that's so internal that you're all on your own. The fucking universe knows what's going on with her. And if, if you believe that, then you also believe that the messages the universe has for you are for your highest good. And one of the cards that I read to her was like, well, there were a couple of things. Like one of the cards came up, like take responsibility for what happened, you know, own it. You know, maybe you fucked up and so you deserve to lose your job. And she, she also, you know, has other enterprises she's involved with. Maybe you're spreading yourself too thin. You know, she got, she got the, um, it wasn't the Ten of Cups. Maybe it was the, the Eight or the Nine of Cups with all the options and all the choices. And each chalice has something different in it. You know, some things are good. Some things are bad. Some things are be careful what you wish for. And um, one of them that came out was, was the Five of Pentacles where... It's the church, and it's snowing outside, and the pentacles are appearing in the window of the church, which is illuminated. So inside the church, it's warm and bright, but outside of the church are the two figures. One of them is uh, walking with crutches. You know, they're disabled, or they're, um, they're, you know, they're hurt, and the other person is dejected with their cloak over their head, and, but they're moving forward, they're, and they're moving past the church, and go in the church, go inside, go inside yourself where find the brightness and make the, make the choice to go inside and find the, I don't want to say the, the silver lining in the cloud, but you know, take the time to reflect on what happened and have your season of feeling, um, you know, wallow in your sorrows for three days <laughs> Be depressed for a couple of days. That's it. Then pull your big girl panties on and get the fuck on with your life. You know, there's lots of different choices. If you just go inside, if you seek it, you're going to find it. So um, it was just really, really interesting. And I'm very happy um, 
because she's 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 a devout Christian and she was a little leery about doing it to begin with the reading because you know it's not it's not really considered you know fortune telling which I don't know that it's fortune telling um, isn't really considered a Christian uh, idea or part of the Christian philosophy or ideology. Maybe fortune telling and tarot is like the uh, the tree of the food of life in the Garden of Eden. Maybe we're not supposed to pick the apple from there because maybe we're not supposed to have the knowledge. At this point in my life, I have no fucking idea. Um, I know what I know what's working for me, so I'm I'm kind of sticking with that. Um, <laughs> be nice, but take no shit. So anyway, it really helped her, and she texted me, and she's like, "Oh my god." You should be. You should consider becoming a tarot reader. And it's funny because I have I have secured a YouTube um, channel that I've named, and I'm not putting it out there yet because I haven't uploaded any videos. Um, it's, a, it's a limit on your phone of like 11 or 12 minutes, and, and most of my readings are about like 20 minutes. The ones I've done for other friends and for myself, and just in practicing because every night I'm like just doing readings, just to read the cards and. The very, very first one I did, I was going to post for The Collective, which is just basically anyone who's listening who needs to hear the message. Something in the message might resonate to you, something in the reading. This is Valerie. Uh, hold on, I can't hear you. Hang on. Can you hear me? Okay. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, I can hear you better. How are you doing? What's up? I'm fine. So I'm calling because we're having issues with the computer. Oh, it went off that time. Can't get in the computer this morning. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I'm on, yeah, um, I'm on the, where am I, Route 90? Okay. So I'm on, my, I'm on my way there. Um, can you reach out to Brittany? There were all kinds of computer issues yesterday. I couldn't get into ABS for an hour. I was trying to do payroll. And the phone system okay. went down. There's all kinds of glitchy stuff going okay, on. Yesterday too. We were so confused, but okay. Are you being not being included in any of those team emails about those issues? Yeah, yeah we've seen it. So we didn't have issues with ABS. So I had sent it like the day before, and Brittany also sent it out that they were having morning but it's not even allowing me to be in the computer like you put the code in to open up the computer wow okay um can you um can you turn the computer did, did you try just turning the computer off like down uh -huh. at the bottom of the pc and in, in 30 30 seconds and restart it you tried that too yeah okay mm -hmm. all right well call, i just call Brittany because i guess she's the one in charge of all that and then i'll be there in um probably 10 minutes i think Okay. All right. And I, is Wendy there yet? Oh, no. No, listen. Wendy's going to be with Laura Lee this morning, and she's coming down to our place in the afternoon. Okay. So okay. I'll see you in a few. Now, I might run through McDonald's. Did you guys get breakfast? You want something? No, we're fine. Thank you. Is Marty okay? Yes, you did. Okay. All right. I'll see you in a few minutes. Yeah, call Brittany and let her know, and just, like, um, are the obviously the phones are working. Okay. Yay. At least, well, at least you can answer phones. <laughs> All right. Thank you for letting me know. I'll be there in just a few minutes. All right. All right. Bye-bye.
you guys. Hey. So, I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if you guys can hear me. I just had, um, I just had a phone call from my employee. <clears throat> the computers are completely botched today. They're not even coming on, so I hope you can hear me. Um, anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to cut this short now because, uh, first of all, it looks like it's still recording, but I don't know if you can hear me. And my technology has switched from Bluetooth, so because of the phone call. And there's, there's traffic, so I don't want to be in an unsafe situation. Anyways, I hope the information about the tarot was interesting to you or illuminating. Um, it's something I'm probably going to be talking about more. And I, when, I, when I have my um, channel up and running, um, I think what I was about to say was the very first reading I did for the collective turned out to be, as I looked at it and read the whole thing and got towards the end, I was like, damn. This is, uh, the whole reading was really about me and what had been happening in my life. It was very interesting. It wasn't for the collective, it was for myself. So, alright guys, let me, uh, let me cut it here. It's 25 or 26 minutes. Thanks for hanging for me for so long. I don't, I don't know if you heard me, um, with, with my staff members or not, so <laughs> I might have to alter this this video. But anyway, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening in. Love you. Ciao. Hey everybody. It's um, California Kitchens. Welcome back to my Gemini life. Um, I'm in the car again. I have to tell you, I uh, hold on a sec. Garbage. I did a recording last week that I was going to post and um, I was almost finished and one of my staff members called me and when I went and replayed the um, audio, you could entirely hear our conversation. So I'm not able to, um, I haven't mastered the editing and I was just going on about tarot reading anyway. So I, I don't know that you actually missed much I, and I could do another recording on that. But I have to tell you, what I'm doing right now. I'm in the car. I'm driving to Delaware. I'm actually in Delaware. I'm driving to Northern Delaware today. And um, there's like these signs, uh, not signs, but um, like emergency vehicles at almost every single crossover on this main highway here. And I'm like, what, what the hell is going on? And then there's this big, like, flashing sign that says, you know, truckers use Tower Road. And then, you know, I'm going, it's very distracting. And the drive, anyway, it's like, I don't know, maybe I'm dating myself here. I probably am. But for those of you who remember the, the video game Frogger, this drive is like fucking Frogger. Because not only are you distracted by every single intersection, this these white trucks with blue and orange lights flashing and big signs telling truck drivers where to go. But there's like pumpkins and mums, like produce stands, like every 400 feet and yard sales. So people are just randomly cutting in front of you and like turning off the road for a yard sale. 
I'm not a big yard sailor personally. I, actually, it's not that I'm not a big yard sailor. I am not a yard sailor. I would rather give all of my things away for free than to suffer myself through sorting shit, tagging it, getting tables, putting them out, 5.30 in the morning, bickering with bartering and finagling and fandangling and whatever you call it with people over a 50 cent item. And the people who come with Ziploc baggies full of pennies and want to pay for shit that way. No, 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 no. I don't have time for that. Anyway, so that's, it's like Frogger because, and I'm sure it's taken me a lot longer to get to my destination because of it. So I'm like, what in the heck with all of these intersections being blocked off? And at one, there was even, actually, it looked like, I thought they were surveyors. I thought they were surveying the road because there's one guy in a pickup truck and he's got surveying equipment, I think. But then I get a little bit further down the road and in the median, they've got this huge military style drone. And I'm like, what the fuck over is happening here? So I finally, and then I, then I get down the road a little bit, another piece down the road, let me put it in, in those terms. And uh, there's people pulled over on the side of the road now. And then there's people pulled over and it's like they're waiting for a parade. And I'm like, what is today? Like, I, I keep missing these holidays or something. I know, it's like the end of September. There's no fucking holidays, is there? And then it is all revealed. It must be truck driver graduation, school, college certificate graduation thing because a few intersections further and here they come. Southbound traffic is blocked off by state police and out of this side road, which I look down and it again, it's like a parade atmosphere, streams of tractor trailer trucks of all forms with um, their trailers emblazoned with the names of the companies they're going to be driving for or whatever. So that's what it was all about. So if you've never witnessed something like this, this is what it's like living in rural Maryland, okay? So they had, and I don't begrudge these people anything, you know? Truck driving, that might be like a really cool gig. I've seen a lot of women truck drive, like young women truck drivers recently, and I think it's because around here there are schools that you can actually learn how to become a truck driver. So it was big congratulations to all of you guys and gals, truck driver graduation day. I bet you they're very relieved and can't wait to get started driving off and on those scales to load, to get weighed with their, their load and tear weight and shit like that. That's what's happening. And I guess the robotic magnetic railway freight lines are in so far distant future. We need the truck drivers. I'm going to take a bite of my sandwich. Okay. I'm going to eat with my mouth open. So let me see what else I wanted to tell you. Oh, other things that you might see traveling around here. Trucks full of chickens 
going to be the slaughter. Horrible. I can't stand to look at it. It just breaks my heart. I don't eat chicken meat. It just breaks my heart to see that. And they look at you. They will look at you. You you will catch the eye of a chicken. If you look at the truck, I can't bear it. I try to get around them as quickly as possible, and I don't even look. It's like, you know, the crates of death, these poor animals. And some of them are already dead. Um, occasionally, some ex escape. And let me tell you, the ones that escape can be very, very dangerous if you have them in your yard. They are so jacked up on hormones. And this is the God's honest truth, because I worked for a short period of time at a poultry manufacturing company in their in their corporate offices on the switchboard. So I will tell you, we would get calls from people who could not leave their house because some chickens fell off the truck. Sorry, garbage. And we're now taking up residence in these people's yards. And they eat flowers and shit, and they're very aggressive, okay? They're not, you don't want to go up to one of these things and try to pet it. <laughs> They'll pet you to death. So anyway, that's something you may see. Chicken trucks. Um, I was on my way home from work the other night, and there's this huge monolith on the road up in the distance. And I'm trying to make it out. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? And I see people whipping over to the left. And I'm slowing down because I don't know what this thing is. I get closer and it's this huge combine rolling down the road 10 miles an hour. And there's people flying up behind me like tractor trailer trucks going really fast. So I put my emergency flashers on because I'm looking and by the time that by the time the combine gets over the crest, it'll be out of sight and no one will see it. And if you're right in the right hand lane, you could come up on it very, very quickly. And I don't think a tractor trailer truck can, can stop that fast. So hopefully, hopefully I might've been responsible for helping to provo to, um, you know, what's the word? Prevent, prevent an accident from happening on the road. Anyway, it's been interesting. It is a Saturday. Everyone and their brother and mother and uncle are on the road. With all of their inconsistent abilities to drive and use directionals and stuff. And there's always got to be someone going 100 miles an hour. Like, where the hell are you going? Where are you going? There's like a stoplight up here. You're just going to slam on the brakes. Go 100 miles an hour, slam on the brakes. I don't know. Like the guy behind me. There he goes. He's in a red Mustang. I don't know where the hell he thinks he's going. The speed limit's 50. I don't know. Anyway, so that's, what, that's what's happening with me today. And I think I am going to wind up at some sort of pumpkin festival or something today with a wee little one that I will get to see enjoying the pumpkin festival. And... I will tell you, if they have pumpkin or apple flavored donuts, girlfriend's going to get one because I rarely have a donut and I rarely have an apple or pumpkin flavored donut. Therefore, if one is
is around and available for purchase, I will be purchasing one and consuming it today. Maybe even some apple cider. Maybe I'll even, no, I'm not going to buy apple or pumpkin butter because it will never get eaten. It'll, it'll sit in my cupboard for no, for an indiscriminate amount of time. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys. That's what's happening in my neck of the woods. Here's another yard sale. People just like, people just randomly find plots of gravel on the side of the road and they just set up shop. They put their tables out and um, start selling their shit. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, you know, it's a thing. So, I hope you all are having a fabulous day. I hope you're having a very pumpkin weekend. It is fall is upon us, and leaves are starting to change. We have some interesting things to talk to you about in a, in a few weeks. I'm going to be going up to Maine, um, Maine Wilderness, and it is um, peak fall foliage up there. I've never done this before. Yikes. And I'm really kind of excited about it. Um, I've always wanted to do a New England fall foliage trip um, just to see all the beautiful leaves changing. And in Maine, at the time that I'm going to be there, it is peak season for fall foliage. So it should be glorious. And I don't think I'm going to have a cell phone signal. Again, it's going to be glorious. Um, and I'll be gone for about a week. And then when I come back, maybe I'll have stories to tell. I'm, I'm hoping that I don't have an encounter or a negative encounter with a moose. Um, I'm told it is moose season as well. Um, I don't think that we're going to be discharging firearms, but I won't rule that out. I have no intention of killing anything either, um, but I might discharge a firearm or two, and uh, we'll report back on that. Anyway, that's it for now. Again, love you guys. Hope you're doing great. Take it easy. Ciao.